Welcome. You are now listening to the Anything Goes podcast with your hosts, Greg and Alex. Check. Check. One, two, one, two, three, five, twelve, two, twelve, ninety-nine. At the stroke of midnight. <laughs> you know what that means. And if you don't know what that means, let me take you back to them high school days. Middle school for me. High school for some of us. <laughs> elementary school for others. <laughs> welcome, 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 welcome to another episode of the Anything Goes Podcast. <laughs> I am one half of your host, Greg, a.k.a. Crazy Greg, a.k.a. Pooh Bear! You're Pooh Bear representing today. Yeah, boy. This is how we're going to do it big time. We're finally meeting Pooh Bear. Uh, he's coming out. Mm-hmm. And we are joined with the other half of... Mrs. Pooh Bear! <laughs> <laughs> What's up? What's the deal? You Happy tell me. meal? Happy meal? <laughs> Happy meal's giving out uh, <gasps> McDonald's yes. toys, Disney. Yes, there's ten of them. I have eight. We have nine. We have nine? My mom didn't text you? She got another one? She said she was texting you. What a liar. <gasps> Susan. She has the Epcot ball. Oh my God. So we only need one So we one got nine more. of ten. We only need pirates. I could see this tenth one is going to cost us like 30 bucks off eBay. <laughs> no, we'll find it. But uh, yeah, she when I spoke to today, she said she didn't text you. Did she get more than one? She got two. Sweet. She did. She knows. <laughs> she knows her daughter-in-law. Yeah. Um... <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, let's get into it because this, uh, I don't know, this is a big one for us. It is. This is like legit, legit, too legit. Um, this is 20 years in the making for myself. Yeah. And for Randy and for the starting line. Heck yeah. Um, I don't know. It's your favorite band? Absolutely. Yeah. They are... It's always such a hard toss-up between them and Story of the Year for me. Okay. But the starting line just has that place in my heart from when I was just from hearing them for the first time. and just they, oh, I love it. They're such feel-good music. Yes, they are. I and love speaking them. Speaking of the starting line, um, at our wedding, we had some of this. No one wants to hear me sing right now. Don't do this. So, uh... So we we had that at the wedding. So good. Yes, we did. I remember when we were like, oh, yeah. Well, you were just like, okay, I know a song we're playing. Yep. And you put this on, and I was like, oh, my goodness. And this has been a song that back in the day, Mm -hmm. I'm going way back. You made me... So now, we're not this old where we had mixed tapes, 
but you right. made me a mix CD. Oh, burn the CD. Mm-hmm. Some LimeWire action. <laughs> Them LimeWire Napster days. Yeah, that's why your computer doesn't work anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, and this was one of the songs on it, acoustic. Like and acoustic, when this acoustic. song was playing at the wedding, I was wearing Pooh Bear. You were. Pictures to prove that. Mm-hmm. And you were singing. Yeah, I was. Um, Another thing that people don't want to hear <laughs> on our podcast. <laughs> But uh, yeah, welcome. This is, like I said, a big podcast episode for us. Yes, definitely. We have the manager. Yeah. Randy Nichols. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we, we got him part to talk about the starting line, because right. that's just so special to us. Yes. And part to plug this weekend, because he has a big weekend coming up. Three day. That's right. It's a Music Mentors online webinar. Yeah. With uh, With somebody that... Is pretty damn known out there. Yeah. I mean, if you know the starting line, you better know. Yeah. I mean, if you grew up in our generation. Right. That's what I mean. New music. Yeah. Well, new. If you knew about new music. If you knew about the new music of those days, but they're not so new anymore. The good music. uh, You know Aaron Gillespie. Yeah. And uh, he was in the band or is in the band, Mm -hmm. the drummer and sings for Under Oath. And this is some of them. Oh yeah! How good! I how good! I literally this brings me back to being like how good! Like fourteen. Oh goodness! Fifteen. Just a fool for you. There it is. Just a fool for you. <laughs> Let's go, Spencer. All right, all right. We could do this all night. Ah, uh, but uh, we got an interview to get into. I'll tell into. you this much. Tomorrow, I am just playing old school playlists all day. Yeah. Uh, such good stuff. Such yep. a good time for music. Yes. What happened? It really, I know. It really was. <laughs> but, um, hey, we can still rock it. You can still drive around in the cars and play it real loud. Oh, oh, I do. And right now, you could do live streams. Yeah. Under Oath just did one. Yes. Um, a bunch of bands are doing them. Yeah. We can't, we can't talk about it right now. But after the interview, we'll talk about some of the live streams coming. Yeah, we sure will. Because our boy, our man, the absolute <laughs> best manager out there, Randy Nichols, drops him anything goes bombs. That's right. He some he huge, said it's anything goes. And so that's anything what he goes. did. Some yes. huge announcements mm-hmm. that uh, listen. All right, all right. Before we get into it, and then we're gonna talk about it a bunch later. Um, music pretty much is my life and it means more to me than I don't know many 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 things (laughs) and I don't know I think people have seen over the years the passion I have for music definitely and all that stuff and for Randy to drop this announcement to us on our podcast Mm -hmm. before he even tells the members of the band the announcement (laughs) That means more to me than yeah anything. Yeah. I Yep. So. I appreciate it so much. Yeah. And can I just say before we get into this interview. Say it. That he is absolutely hysterical. Oh my. And listening to this interview, I was, I literally was hysterical laughing. The two of you, it, it was it was like old friends talking. It was, it was I awesome. I know, right? Uh, it's funny because we've known each other for 20 years. Yeah. But never had the chance to like. Get actually to know each other yeah, yeah yeah right that's cool we've crossed paths many of times 
you know, hey, what's up? How you doing? What's going on? Hope, you know, all is well. Of and, course. You know, excited for the show tonight. Oh, what a great show tonight. And that's really it because he's a busy guy. And right. anytime I catch him, he's in the middle of a million things, <laughs> which he was today also. But, you know, he was able to give us an hour of his time. Yeah. And he told so many amazing stories. Yes. Um, some some very strange ones that were, I mean, I, I didn't even know what to think of them, but they're <laughs> super entertaining and I yeah. loved hearing it. And he just shows the genuine guy that he really is. Oh, definitely. Just a family man, a husband, mm-hmm. um, a father, just an all-around good friend to his clients but I, I wouldn't even call them clients of his just his yeah. his, his his business partners, partners. yeah, yeah. It, they're more of his partners and and friends and family yeah and it goes to show that anybody who works for you know the starting line team mm-hmm. it shows the family that they are definitely I don't know I just I've always felt from day one like I was a part of them Mm-hmm. And he may have confirmed that in this interview. Gotta listen to find out. My goodness. <laughs> but uh, fr- from him to, to obviously the guys in the band and then Matt Gray, who's with them also. And they're just all so nice. Mm-hmm. And he's super humble. And you guys need to listen to this episode because one you said, like like you said, it's hysterical. Yeah, absolutely. And he dropped some big announcements in this episode. Like big. Yep. Like this is the biggest announcement on the Anything Goes podcast that we've had. Definitely. And we're over 50 episodes in. Mm -hmm. And we've never had breaking news announcement like this ever. So here it is. Let's hear it. Uh, Yeah, let's hear it. And then we're going to come back and talk about it. Cool. So here's our Anything Goes interview with Randy Nichols, manager of the starting line under oath, CEO of Force Media Management. Um, And a great guy. And an all-around great guy. Yeah. Yeah, you you said it best. Thank you. <laughs> I always do. <laughs> so, uh, Randy, here it is. And I got to say, the Anything Goes podcast, anything goes on this episode. Definitely. Yeah. This, this definitely explains the name. <laughs> yeah. This... This fi- this is why we started this podcast. Right. For this. We for, wanted For interviews this. like this. Yes. For sure. Yeah. 100%. We love the crazy stories dropping announcements, all this kind of stuff. We love it. No holds barred. Give it to the people. All right, here it is. Anything goes. Randy Nichols. Hey, hey, hey. What is happening, everyone? We are so lucky, so fortunate to be sitting and talking with Randy Nichols right now. And uh, you are all in for a treat today. Randy is not only the CEO of Force Media Management, but he also manages the band Vacationer, the band Under Oath, the band Almost, Aaron Gillespie of Rondoth, and a personal favorite of ours, The Starting Line. So, uh, Randy, is there anything else that I left out that uh, with all the free time you have every day that you do? Yeah, other than that, <laughs> I also consult for you know, a handful of different startups like in the music tech space, mostly around artist services. And like the two biggest platforms I'm involved in is I was an early investor in a company called Bands in Town, which I'm sure you and lots of your listeners know about for finding out about tour dates. And also involved in a company called At Venue, which is a um, way that artists and venues and festivals manage and sell merchandise at live events. So, um, yeah, just have this little, like, artist services type consultancy 
business in addition to managing bands. Awesome. So I, I'm sure that leaves you with plenty of free time all day, every day to do nothing. Oh, yeah, completely. <laughs> Naps in the middle of the afternoon. Oh, know, yeah. I'm literally just driving my car around town right now because I have nothing better to do. <laughs> so funny. So uh, you've been uh, doing this for a long time. How did you uh, originally get started in the music industry? Yeah, I got started in college. I um, was going to school on Long Island. I went to a school called CW Post. And um, had a couple of friends that worked at the radio station and on the concert committee and various things in the school, just like being involved in music. And I thought it was cool, started helping some of them out. And um, that grew from there into an internship at a record company and just kind of snowballed from there and fast forwarding a little bit. Um, the first real job I then ended up with is I was an intern again at a booking agency um, you know, while I was just finishing college. And right when I left college, I joined a booking agency and what kind of went from intern to assistant to agent in about a year. And I signed a couple of bands for management, including, I mean, for management, God, for booking, including um, a band called Sam I Am, Voodoo Glow Skulls, one of my personal favorites, Weston, which the singer then started an amazing band called Beach Slang. And then my big signing as an agent was a band called Real Big Fish. Nice. So I'm sure you know they had, uh-huh. they had quite a, they've had quite a great run. Wow. So that's, and that's kind of where I got my professional like working career started was as Real Big Fish's agent. Very cool. So would you just go scout out pa- bands and uh, the ones you liked you, uh, you signed? Okay. And I've been doing this for more than 20 years now. I have never once in my life scouted a band. <laughs> okay. Not one time ever. What, what I've done is seen bands that interest me. Yeah. And, you know, go to shows or, you know, my friends are like, shit, this band's great. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go check it out. And my first intention is always, do I like music? Like, am I, am I stoked to be at the show? Are people mm. talking about it? And, you know, the, the first goal is always to like music. So like, right. I've never been into, and like there's people who legitimately scout music, yeah. do it professionally, and it is a business, and I respect that. Like, so I'm not, I'm not knocking that vibe, but to me, it's always just been checking out, listening to music, seeing like what I like, but I'm not, like, just like you probably are stoked when you discover a new band that yep. you fall in love with. I am too, but I'm not necessarily going, all right, Monday morning, got to get to work. Who am got I going to discover? Yeah, that makes sense. You know, like, right. Over the course of my career, you know, I would say at least one band a day is sent to me from someone like, check out this band. <laughs> and of all of those, I don't know that I ever picked up any of them as a client. Wow. What, I, what I've, you know, what I have done is just read about listen to things and just been like, oh, crap, this grabs my interest, like, and, you know, become a fan, and then usually through becoming a fan, wanting to learn more. Right. And that's, that's kind of been my game on discovering music. Right, well, w- whatever you've been doing, it, it definitely works, so keep doing it. Maybe. <laughs> no, it could be a mistake, too. Like, honestly, I'm not even this to be sarcastic. Who knows? Maybe I would be doing better in my career if I mm. spent every day, you know, 
trying to make sure I have the best possible clients. But my thing's been about relationships and loyalty and long-term partnerships with people. And, you know, there's, there's pros and cons to that. And, you know, I, I can't even say, like, not to, like, you know, disagree with what you're saying, but I can't even say that that's necessarily the right course. But for me, I've, in, I've enjoyed following that course for the most part. Right. Well, good for you. Good. Thanks. Yeah. And uh, so Force Media Management, how did uh, how'd that all come about? Um, hmm. a very good question. I'm trying to think of how it came to be about. Um, hmm. How did Force Management come to be about? Okay, yeah, so I was a booking agent. I've been doing this a long time. It's hard to remember how things <laughs> even go anymore. Right. So I was a booking agent, and the booking agency kind of fell apart over the years. And um, I said over the years, like they were, they had some really great years and then it started struggling because the company had a bunch of major clients. Those major clients didn't tour for a year and there wasn't enough revenue from the smaller clients like bands I was working with. The company needed to downsize and change and it just was kind of coming apart. It just seemed like a good time to get out. And I left working the booking agency and... I spent a couple of years doing tour marketing for a record label from there, but also at the same time had kept one of my booking clients as a, ma- as a management client. I okay. literally, you know, you talk about relationships. I literally called one of my bands and told them I was no longer going to be an agent, and they kind of were taking no for an answer. Wow. And I was just like, you can't tell me no, I'm not an agent. They're like, <laughs> all right, well, then you're the manager. And I was like, shit. Okay, uh. if you say so, and literally there was this band called The Pilfers, who was like this reggae ska punk band who I adore, and I still literally talked to the lead singer yesterday, and um, he told me, like this guy Cooley Ranks, he told me, okay, you're now the manager, and I am now the manager, huh. and like when I see him, I run into him every once in a while, I'll be like, told you you're a manager. And like, yeah. literally, I didn't see it, but he saw it and told me I was a manager, and that's why I'm a manager now. How perfect is that? Yeah. Yeah? Oh, totally. And and you said you've been doing this for, for 20 years now, huh? Yeah, I think it's 19 years. I was just yeah. updating, like, my LinkedIn the other day, and I you know, I believe I'm at 19 years now. And so I got, there was never a plan to set out to be a manager. Literally, one of my clients told me, you're our manager, and right. I've been a manager ever since. Very cool. Well, as long as you've been managing, that's pretty much how long that you've known me for. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I definitely you've, had to have met you pretty early on. You've, you've basically seen me grow up from, from a, a teenage kid to, to a podcast host right now. Yeah, yeah so, no question about it. So we've met it. Interestingly, I know so little about you, so i got to listen to more of these podcasts. Yeah, well, All I know of you is... <laughs> You're the guy who keeps showing up in that ratty old school costume, <laughs> but I think you got a newer one, and that there's got to be a good story on you, so I was just yeah. excited to talk more, because at most shows, there's loud music, there's yeah. always a hello, I'm always happy to see you're still around, <laughs> I wish we could go back to those live shows, and I you know, know. can't wait for it to come back. Yeah, well, I'm going to set this, the record straight right now. It's It's not a new costume, it's been the same one since day one. Never, 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 never. Still, still but day you know one. What? We we will see each other again, and live shows will come back, and I'll give you 
breaking news. This isn't even what we talked about beforehand. Okay. Fuck it, I don't care. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something that the starting line doesn't even know yet. Come on. But, <laughs> I'm, I'm not even kidding. I, I told you, I, I'll this just is... let it flow. All right, so, so wait, wait. Before you do that, this is breaking news on the Anything Goes podcast right here, right now. Starting line, drop it, Randy. Give it to yeah, us. said anything goes. I'm and letting anything go. We ain't holding I back. Just confirmed, yeah, I just confirmed the Christmas <laughs> shows for starting line in 2021. Oh, really? How... I'm not going to say the dates. I'm not going to say the clubs because okay. I don't remember because I'm not at my desk. I'm in my car driving <laughs> around, like I said. <laughs> well, I'll but tell you. There will be, as long as it's COVID safe, and yeah. we all feel comfortable, and the economy's opening up again, and it's safe to do, and everyone feels comfortable with it, both band, fans, promoter, and me, there will be holiday shows in December of 21. Awesome, because the holidays do not feel the same without the starting line shows, I tell you. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm very disappointed. Like, like I said, these are long-term relationships. Yeah. And, you know, I've been texting with some of the people involved with Starting Line, both band and crew. And it's that show every year, those holiday shows, it's like a family reunion for yeah, all of us. Right. We've been together for 20 years, wow. just about. And, like, it sucks to not get together with some of your favorite people in the world. Like, playing the show in some ways is almost secondary. And, like, obviously the guys love doing what they do. They love the band. Like, they wouldn't do it if they didn't. But, like, all our families come out to these shows and everybody's kids. And, like, it's just, like, everybody's parents are there. Like, it's just, it's, it's literally like a family reunion every year. Yeah, I see it. I mean, and it's the same thing for us fans. I mean, it's, it's for the most part, a lot of the same fans for that been supporting for years. And we show up and it, it's kind of a reunion for us also that this is, our time to see each other and just enjoy and everything going on in the world right right now like we need this live music so it's uh if if you make it happen we will all be there and we're looking forward to as much as you guys are yeah and it will be back it's just you know it's a matter of when it's safe right. but everybody in the business wants to bring it back and we want to see it happen but you know it's just got to be safe and when we're all ready of course and uh, what do you think the future of uh, live events will be like? Um, you know, I think when when proper live events come back, I you know we'll we'll probably see over like just giving you a view of what a lot of the people in the industry that I know see. Mm-hmm. We all think that this summer you'll see live shows coming back outdoors. Right. probably reduced capacities, but this past summer you saw like people trying to do drive-ins, some socially distanced shows, and creative ways of doing things. I think we'll see an addition of that, but a few more people at them. As the vaccine rolls out, and as you know, this whole thing moves on, there's, uh, I don't want to say a confidence, because that's almost going too far, yeah. but there's a belief that we can get to a point where we'll have more outdoor shows this summer in a more like organized fashion than we've seen and you know this in this past year and then come fall an attempt to try to start doing reduced capacity shows indoors yeah. and ideally full-fledged shows indoors again by sometime early next year and nice. which is why you know like I said I gave you the breaking news that I just confirmed starting line shows for December because Things could shift, and we don't see indoor shows till early 22. 
but they can also mm. shift and we see indoor shows in September. Right. And right. we want to have the opportunity and all that confirming a show is, is us and the promoter agreeing to a date and agreeing we're doing it. And if everyone agrees it's not safe, so be it, it doesn't happen. Exactly. But we want to get ahead of the game and take the chance and hope that we can, you know, come back. And that's what I'm doing is what lots of other artists are doing too. And there's a lot of artists talking about potential fall tours and then a lot more talking about spring 2022 tours. Nice. Well, good. I, yeah. I You know, we have our fingers crossed. And you all heard it here first. Starting line, 22021 holiday show is booked and confirmed. So, mark your calendar. Say what? Can we drop some more surprises? Oh, for please do! Don't stop now. This <laughs> keep yeah. keep going. Yeah. This one I teased with you already. You, you know a little bit. Yeah. So so all the listeners know. Yeah. You Yeah. You want to come on and talk about it? I was like, eh, we can talk about that, but let's 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 share some news. I have so much, so a bunch more exciting stuff to talk about too. So, uh, please, please do it. Up your um, your pod bandwidth with you know <laughs> fun announcements. So, this is great. Well, we just talked about the starting line holiday show in 2021 that we right. just confirmed. Yeah. While we can't be there with all the fans. We can bring the fans to us online, and we're going to do a starting line holiday streaming show so that everyone can at least get together online. And while this isn't announced yet, it will be announced tomorrow around the same time this podcast comes out. Right, and we're right. going to partner up with the guys, um, friends from Studio 4 in Philadelphia, and... Um, a production company that shoots amazing hardcore videos and punk nice. videos called Hate Five Six, and we're gonna shoot a series of live streams in Will Yip's studio at Studio Four, and um, it's it's gonna be awesome. And if you're not familiar with Will Yip, he produced countless bands out of the Philly scene. He's super well respected producer, but you know, as far as the starting line goes. The first time we crossed paths with him, he was the engineer when we recorded the Somebody's Gonna Miss Us DVD wow. at Electric Factory. And that was one of his first ever professional recording projects. He's gone on to become, to own one of the best studios in Philly and become one of the most respected producers there. And now he, like, later on in Starting Night's career, he produced the Anyways EP that had Anyways, okay. Lock, and why am I forgetting the name of the third song on that EP? I'm, I'm a terrible person. I can't remember the third <laughs> song from it. But um, Luck was my jam from that, although anyway, yeah. it's a great song too. But um, yeah, so we're going to do these things in Will's studio. And to keep things fun and interesting, you know, the guys did the Say It Like You Mean It tour a couple of years ago. But we've never done a Based on a True Story tour or a Direction tour. So we're going to do a full show of Direction um, where they play the album start to finish, and I believe that show is going to air on Wednesday. It's either December 29th or 30th. I'm not, again, I'm sitting in my car, not looking at a calendar. Right. So you'll, you'll have to use your map to figure it out. But <laughs> that day, like right before New Year's, we're going to um, have them play Direction start to finish. Two weeks after that, they're going to do Based on a True Story start to finish. And then two weeks after that, we will have a best of show. 
Wow. And we're Very just going to cool. kind of do a nice little series of shows, starting with, you know, bringing everyone together for the holidays. You know, unfortunately, it's online, but it's better than nothing. And at least people don't have to fly in from other parts of the country this year. They Very can, true. You know, just, they can watch it from their home, wherever they are. Yep, and these venues, like you said, people have to fly, and, and there is a capacity on these on these venues, so this way everyone can, can be there and check it out and take part in, uh, in watching this. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, for just 15 bucks you could be there. I mean, typically you're probably paying the Electric Factory or Starland 15 bucks in parking before you pay for your ticket, <laughs> so everyone can be there for a little less money, and, you know, we're, we're, we're keeping it safe, and... You know, the guys are just going to, you know, everyone's going to get COVID tested before they go into the studio and um, awesome. rock this out with Will Yip. It should be amazing. Very cool. So, uh, I mean, the the way 2020 has been shaping up, this is uh, one of the best ways I could think to end it. So we're super excited for that. And for you to drop Thank it on you. our podcast is like, it means the world to us. Yeah, why, why, why not? You why know, you're, not? You're, you're part of the extended starting line family. Uh, You've been there. Almost as long as I can remember. When did you, out of curiosity, it's time for me to ask you a question. Go. When did you first see the starting line? Oh, jeez. When did I first see the starting line? You are are asking me. Oh, it was definitely say it like you mean it. But it might have been even before that dropped. I mean, I I know for sure 2004, skate and surf. But that must have been like, at that point, my like 15 time of seeing them. So... It was early 2000s, 2001, 2002, if that even makes sense. Yeah. 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 For sure. Birch Birch Hill and Chrome. Yes, yes. And oh, of course. Yes. So. Awesome. Yeah. It just gets to be a blur. Like I said, this is just like an extended family and we all get back together once a year and everybody's there. It's kind of like you can't remember when someone's kids were born. They just always seem like they were there. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, we we have, I have. So I I appreciate you uh, taking notice of that. Oh, for yeah, sure. We, we all know. You know, it's, <laughs> it's funny because none of us really know you too well either, which is kind of weird but kind of cool. But yeah, in a way, I kind of like that. I kind of like that. I'm uh, I, I I know but don't know, like kind of a mystery of uh, of it's who like I you're, really you're, am. You're an anomaly to us. You could be a serial killer. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you this. You're right about one of those three things, but I'm not going to tell you which one. I love that. I don't want to know. I, I'm not kidding. You're right about one of them. <laughs> I just hope you didn't hang out at Gilgo Beach in New York, and if you don't know about that, just just Google that and the name of one of the three um, descriptions I gave. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I may or may not have hung out there years ago, so. <laughs> <laughs> so that first show is actually three weeks from from well from today we're speaking but on a wednesday and uh i didn't want you to lose your train of thought but uh quitter was that other song on the ep yes it was yeah so i I don't want to cut you off though you're giving us such good stuff cool yeah Yeah. all good so that's great and i know for sure you guys keep doing your thing with the starting line and we all will keep going i know i'll be there and if I have to show up in, in a rocking chair and, and uh, whatever it is, in, in a wheelchair, I'll be there. Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> this, this show should be really cool. Like, part of our goal with it is Kenny's working with a director right now around it to, like, share old footage, tell stories about the nice. history of the band, 
as well as the history of this studio. Like, this studio, like, the guy who co-owns it with Will has done so many tremendous records in there. Like, going back, like, the Fugees recorded the score there. Like, it's just so many amazing records have been recorded in this place. Yeah, so there's a bunch of history. Yeah, exactly. That's so cool. So, yeah, so it's like, it's, it's a legendary place. Like, there used to be a label called Rough House Records, which was a really important hip-hop label, you know, probably almost 20 years ago now, but definitely 15. Mm-hmm. And it's that studio, which now Will runs, but it's kind of just like passed on through the generations. It's passed on through people of different genres of music in Philly. Mm-hmm. And this is where it lays now. And it's, you know, a really cool, like historic place. That's I tell you that the tri-state area has like the best, one of the best music scenes that, you know, I've ever seen out there. So we're so like, oh, I don't totally. know. Yeah. For sure, New York, New Jersey, Philly, we just we we, we all represent hard. Yeah, we I'm do. With you. Um, definitely don't want to move on from the starting line. I could talk about those guys all day, but uh, <laughs> maybe we'll touch upon them. But I gotta say, the one thing I do love about them is that it's been the same lineup of the guys since day one. And you know, I know they added a keyboardist, but I, I you know, it's it's not often you see a band together for twenty years that is the same core band and same guys all these years so that's yeah uh, it's, it's something i really love about the band like yeah. i think there's literally three shows that wasn't the same lineup that played mm. and and that's it and those those couple of shows were on warp tour in i believe oh four maybe oh <laughs> six but i think it was oh four and you know, it's funny, I remember this like it was yesterday. I drove up to Boston to go see a show on Warp Tour. Mike had a headache and didn't feel right. I talked him to the doctor, and they wanted to send him home to get some tests. Thankfully, everything was okay, and there was nothing wrong with him. But at first, they thought something was wrong with him, and he left the tour for a couple of days. Oh, wow. And Vinny from Brand New jumped in wow. and played guitar and filled in for him for three days. Another, another cool. one of those stories, not a secret, Yeah. That's awesome. And and like you yeah. said, that shows the family environment that the starting line is and, and all their shows are. Yeah, and you know, we've had problems, just like any other family. Yeah. People have had to been sit down and talk about issues that other people have with them, but like the goal is to work through it. Right. Well, very cool. Matt I'm Watson glad. calling me right now. I just need to text them and tell them I'm on a call. Oh, Matt Watts. Funny story. We actually saw him in an airport. My, me, my wife, and my parents, we were flying to California and we saw him waiting for an a, for a flight one time and we sat and spoke to him for like an hour. He was so cool. That's awesome. He's, he's a great guy. Yeah. You know, we'll tell some of this story in the um, starting line um, live streams that we're doing, but um, Matt's now the head of marketing for Fender Guitars. He's, he's wow, done really well for himself. No you know, way. Great things for the Fender brand too. How awesome. Yeah, I know he was, uh, He's he's been a hustler since day one and and he's been doing his yep. thing, and he must love that. That's the perfect job for him. He must love it. Yeah, he's, uh, he's great at it. Yeah. Very cool. And, uh, oh, man, there's so much more to talk about. You, you, you still have time for us? Yeah, yeah. I'm, All right. I'm, 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 I'm good. I told you. We're just going to let it roll. Wherever things go, they go. All right. Anything goes. So anything goes. <laughs> That's right. So uh, maybe we'll touch upon the starting line before we wrap this up. But uh, I did want to mention this weekend, you have a pretty big weekend coming up with uh, the Music Mentors online webinar. 
interviews with a friend of mine, this guy named David Puckett, who's also the drummer for a band called We Came as Romans, has been doing this series for a bunch of years called Music Mentors Online, I think. I may be getting the name slightly wrong. But he brings in artists who do a three-day seminar where they talk about different parts of their career. And I've watched these, and they're, they're really cool. And I decided to connect to Aaron from Under Oath and the Almost with him to do a seminar because Aaron just he does a lot of really interesting stuff. And day one, Aaron's going to talk about drumming and do live live playbacks of different songs from his catalog to kind of just talk about technique and share how and why he drums the way he does. It'll definitely be something that drummers are really interested in, a lot more maybe than just a casual fan. But it should, should be an interesting um, session. And then, um, and also, by the way, Aaron played drums for a couple of years for the band Paramore. So I'm yeah. sure he'll probably touch on that, just like kind of his professional journey is part of this conversation that he's going to have. Like, he started Under Oath, then, you know, kind of started this side project, The Almost, which then had, you know, top ten songs and did Warped Tour and everything else. Right. Then he went off and did some solo material, just, like, just himself without a band. Then he ended up joining Paramore. Like, (laughs) just like, he's, he's done a lot. And so, like... Day one is just him drumming, and then day two is talking about a lot more of what Aaron's been doing these days. He's still playing drums for Under Oath, mm. putting out almost records, but he's doing a lot of songwriting. Like he's doing, he does sessions via Zoom because we're in COVID right now, and you can't be in the room, unfortunately. But he's in the room with artists doing co-writing sessions and production sessions, literally Aww. producing artists online. <laughs> which is just wild and like getting released by record labels. Like last Jeez. Friday, he did a track with a new artist on um, Hopeless Records called Sullivan King. Kind of this EDM artist. He's really big in the dance world, but he wanted to do this like dance metal hybrid. And Aaron sang on, on the track for him and co-produced it with him. So like he's doing just like lots of writing, featuring, co-production for all these different records. And, He's going to do a session on this music mentors thing, talking about how he's done that, how he's grown this part of career, his career, and some of the process, because it's such a new concept, co-writing with people on the internet. Like, it's just, you know, to literally meet someone you've never spoken to before, but your manager and their manager think you should get in a room together, (laughs) and they're getting in a digital room, meeting each other, and then crafting songs that are then, you know, getting released. Yeah. He's going to talk about that process, and then day three, and each one of these sessions, by the way, is just an hour, so they're not overly long. It's just kind of enough to really get into it without overtaking your day. And then day three, the session is just going to be about the journey of his career, how he kind of created a business for himself and a brand, and just that path of how he's done it. You know, when when I first started working with him, he didn't even have a cell phone. Like, he had nothing, wow. he had no money, nothing. And, you know, I've gone through with him, like, buying his house and, like, watching him get married and have kids and, you know, do all these things. He owns a studio. Oh. Like, just watching him grow. And one of the things that he asked when he was going to talk about that one, he said, you know, I don't know about my business. You take care of that. I trust you. You run that. And he knows a lot more about it than he realizes. Right. But, you know, the way I am with 
Kenny from Starting Line or with Aaron or any of my other artists. We're mm-hmm. really partners. Right. They're the creative who are, you know, crafting the songs, but then I'm their business partner helping to make sure that their vision is reached to the world the way they want it reached. So mm-hmm. we're, we're going to talk on that session of how I help to make sure that his vision is seen and heard by the world because he can't be on every phone call I have with record companies and, you know, brands and any other partners we have. So you work with someone long enough, you know, I kind of learned not what I think the right answer is to things, but I kind of put on my hat of what would Aaron think? What would Kenny think? And then help to run their business based on how they view their business. And that allows them to be, you know, more creative and less business. And all these guys, they care about their business. I mean, especially the older they get, they want to make sure they can provide for their families. But at at the same time, you know, I'm I'm, I'm their partner executing on all that for them. Right. Well, that's such an awesome partnership to have. It really is. Such an equal balance of, you know, being a manager and just a friend to them. And they must love that. Yeah, totally. I mean, I'm lucky that I've got a 20-year career in that I don't feel like I go to work every day. I hang out and talk to my friends and make sure they're okay. Right. That's, that's what I do for a living. I protect my friends. Yeah. So, so what's and, a typical... You know, as, as a manager, sometimes I'm protecting them from themselves, but I'm still protecting my friends. Yeah. And so what's a typical day like for you when you, when you uh, wake up to when you go to sleep? You know, every day is different. There's certain yeah. things that are that are the same, but it all kind of just depends on what point in a record cycle people are in, what part of a touring cycle they're in. Like, for instance, today, most of my day was dealing with the starting line live stream Mm. and going through marketing assets, laying out a marketing plan to announce how we're going to announce these shows, when we're going to announce, making sure, like, the ad mat looks right. The video announcement looks right. Um, set up who's going to post what on what platform. Drafting copy for messaging. Yeah. Going through final um, details on the, on the um, deal with the merch company to make sure all the numbers match up for you know pricing. You know when you're when you're pricing something, you got to go okay. How much are the cost of goods? How much uh-huh. is the merch company taking in their percentage? <laughs> How much do we get in that end, you know, in that end formula? So you're just going through those final things. Like, we don't just necessarily go, okay, a $25 t-shirt. Yeah. We look at it and say, all right, this t-shirt cost us $9.73. <laughs> We've got to pay the merch company 30% of the gross sales. Wow. We wow. should see a margin of, you know, maybe it's 50%, you know? Yeah. Depends on the type of item and what we're looking at. So I'm just going through those kind of final details as we're lining things up. But like in between that, I was negotiating a record contract today for one of my artists. And, you know, like, while I feel like today is a typical day because I'm always just doing like whatever the artist needs to do next. I'm just figuring it out. But most days I'm not launching a live stream the next day. And most days I'm not negotiating a record (laughs) contract. Right, right. A lot of it, just, it's the same things over and over again, too. Like, bands go on tour a couple of times a year. Now we're doing a couple of live streams a year. But the processes are still very similar. And if you're at the start of a tour, you're dealing with the final marketing. And I should say the start. If you're at the announcement of the tour, you're dealing with the final marketing. 
if you're at the start of a tour, you're dealing with final logistics to make sure everyone's getting everywhere they're supposed to be and everything's set up right. If you're at the end of a tour, you're probably dealing with like cleanup, final numbers, making sure people get paid, everyone gets back where they need to be. Mid-tour, you're in the middle of coordinating press, making sure people are doing interviews, making sure that the road crew's happy with how everything's working and the band's happy with their crew and, you know, fixing problems that pop up along the way. Like, and dealing with the surprises that can happen at any given moment. Like, yeah. I've had, you know, the surprises have been as wide as, you know, like, getting a phone call that a band member accidentally got left behind in the middle of the night on a tour bus in a truck stop <laughs> and they didn't notice he was gone until two hours later and they oh, won't make it to the show in time no. if they go back to get him. Like, <laughs> so what happens like, in, that, in that situation? In that situation, it's happened one time and it was Jeez. a band member that was left at a truck stop in Germany. <laughs> and there are laws in Germany that a bus driver cannot drive more than the set number of hours they're allowed. Okay. And if they go over that limit, they literally have a card they plug in on their bus. And wow. if they go over it, the bus won't operate. And what? they could not turn around and get him. We had to get money west, and I'll give you the short version of the story because it's a really great long story. But there's only so many hours in the day, right? But we had to get money Western Union to him, and he took a train and caught up with the band. My but, goodness! But like when you talk about like what do I do every day, you right. never know what's gonna How happen on a day. And like funny. on that day, I was fast asleep, and I got a call in the middle of the night from that band member's mother saying he's at a truck stop and doesn't know what to do. Goodness. So, like, I've had that. I've had, you know, like, band members passed out and from being sick, not from being drunk or right. like, anything fucked up like that. But like, <laughs> I had a band member pass out in an airport in South Africa once. And uh, they would have had him on the plane because he was, he was so exhausted from the tour. It was geez. a really exhausting tour. And they were flying to Australia for the next show and they wouldn't let him fly because <laughs> he just looked so beat up and exhausted right. they were they were like getting like two hours of sleep a night and he's a really active person on stage and mm. he just got like got ex overly exhausted yeah, and right I'm they wouldn't sure. let him fly we had to put him in a hotel for a night and get him on a flight the next day to catch up with everyone so like you literally yeah. you, you just don't know what you're gonna get handed on a given day and it's i i kind of you know in the moment sometimes those challenges suck but quite right. often yeah, yeah. I gotta say, I've spoken to, to quite a few people. You live one of the most boring lives I've ever heard. And you know what? <laughs> if you knew me, you would know I, for the most part, actually do. No way. Like like, <laughs> Come on. Literally, you're, you're That's gonna so laugh, funny. But COVID yeah. has barely impacted me outside of my professional <laughs> business. Because if I don't have to go out, I'm not yeah. going out. That's I don't so... want to do anything. Yeah, yeah. I'm can't wait for social distancing to end so that people leave me alone at home and my wife goes back to her office and my kids are back in school on normal hours and I'm, I'm alone in my office working. So like, I'm, I, I live a much more boring life than you'd expect. Yeah, hysterical, you know, yeah. kind of like you, like say you're a teacher, which I'd say is a good guess at, of those three options that you may be. Like if you're okay. a teacher, like you'll have stories of crazy things that students have done or said or places that your students go on to become and do things. But at the right. end of the day, you're clocking in and 
yeah. most of the work is a lot of the same, and then you'll have interesting moments. But you know, I, I love what I do. I don't want to say it's boring because it's, yeah. it's not. But you know, everybody has interesting moments. But at the end of the day, what I'm most excited to do is sit in a little corner of my couch <laughs> and chill out. Right. Well, I tell you, us too. We do too. For as many you know, yeah. concerts we've been to and all the crazy things, and we do, we look forward at times just to, to sit back and lay and relax and just watch TV or whatever it is. Exactly. So I, I, I hear you on that. Or put on that poo costume and just kind of hang out. Yep, and just ha- have a bowl of honey. <laughs> yeah, I, I bet that never happens, though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've got a costume gone on one time since March. Has it gone on one time since March? Oh boy, it has not. No, I gotta yeah. be honest, it hasn't. Yes, that, that was my guess. It's yeah. been the longest span you've gone without putting yeah. it on. Except I'm wearing it right now to interview you. Oh, of course. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, that's a given. <laughs> you gotta put it on for the live stream and yeah. kind of take a picture of yourself in front of the live stream. Oh, I definitely will. It's a deal. You got right. yourself a deal. I'm, I'm glad to hear it. I, I expect that to happen. All right. Or at least, the, at least the head, so I think it's the whole thing. God, have it over your head. But, uh, yeah, th- this has honestly been in 20 years the longest stretch I've gone since uh, since suiting up. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. So, uh, but, hey, we have we have the holiday show in 2021 to, to make that happen. Exactly. Yeah. And the live stream in a couple and, of and weeks. And the live stream. All right, I, I hope in quarantine it still fits after all these months. Yeah, that's, that's true. It looks pretty baggy, though. I think you'll be all right. It is, it is. It, it, it keeps me warm and real hot in the summer. <laughs> cool. This was a lot of fun. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm stoked to know, know more about you now than when we started this conversation, other than that you like to sit on the couch, too. And yeah. That's just fun. Well, I got to say, you know, as, as many times I've met you in all these years, I didn't know this much about you neither. And it was kind of the same thing. You're always busy at the shows, and you know I don't want to be a bother too much with everything going on. But uh, it, it's nice to catch up with you like this after all these years. Yeah, totally. This, the, yeah, it was, this, this was a good time. Yeah. And, the, 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 the only thing I, I kind of learned about you recently is that you love to surf. Or at least it looks like you love to surf. Yeah, I, I try. I'm, yeah. I'm an okay surfer. Not all right. a great surfer, not a terrible surfer. But like honestly, it's my favorite place to go where you kind of tune out life and find a little quiet and peace and all you're thinking about is where the next wave is and watching the horizon and all those different problems that I talk about that you know come from my job that I do which, mm-hmm. like I said I like it but like when you're in the water you're just thinking about like what's coming at you you're not yeah. thinking about anything else and it's just a moment mm-hmm. of clarity that I I love and it just kind of gives me peace all right all right, well, I, I don't want to take I like up... that more than the actual surfing, probably. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to take up too much more of your time. I know you have the wife and kids, and you, you got to get back to yeah. them. I had, like, three more questions if, if you have time okay. for them. Yeah? Yeah, absolutely. All right, cool. And then I'll let you go. And, and hey, th- there's always time for a part two later, later down the road. Exactly. A part two. <laughs> <laughs> part two. I love it. All right. So, uh, c- craziest story from the road? Anything that pops out to you? Oh, my God. I've, I've got one, and we'll, we'll, we'll use the starting line. And, um, God, I'm trying to say, can I tell a story? All right. I, mean, if, I know anything goes here, but... Uh, I mean, it's up to you. If you don't feel comfortable... Uh... No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm trying to 
story. Because I, I don't want to, in, I don't want to include others that don't want to. Well, I'm gonna tell a very um, tame version of a weird story. Okay. The craziest thing that's ever happened on the road that I, I, I wasn't with these people, but people who are around us on tour, right, went to a strip club after a show, and God, it had to be like 2004. Uh, and an hour later, I stayed on the bus. I was hanging out with the starting line guys and some others. And people came back on the bus to tell us that everything was all fun and good. And then one of the guys in the other band that was in the strip club, who will remain nameless, was getting a lap dance from a stripper. Uh, and another stripper came up to her and broke a bottle. What? And other stripper in the neck. Oh, and my. Without a pause, a security guy came, grabbed the stripper who was stabbed by her hair, and dragged her into a back room. <laughs> I wasn't in the room when this happened, but I saw the horrified looks on the people's faces when they came back to tell the story. Wow. I, I, you know, the, the names are protected. No, not that anyone did anything wrong, but I don't know who wants to share the story and who doesn't, but... Okay. That was by far the craziest thing that I can remember wow. that happened on the was, road. Was, was this in, in, in the U.S.? It was in Florida. Where else? Florida. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so funny. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes perfect yeah, it, sense. It, it, yeah, when you hear the, the end part that was in Florida, you're like, yeah, all right. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, yeah, that's- have you ever been starstruck meeting anyone? Yeah. You know, I've met, I've met some people that, like, like I met, like, Joey Ramone. Like, to me, meeting Joey Ramone was probably, like, the highlight of anyone I've met. But, you know, like, honestly, like, have I been, like, a little bit nervous and, like, holy shit, I'm, like, in a conversation with Trent Reznor uh, or Marilyn Manson or geez. standing in the same room with Lou Reed. Like, I mean, I've been in some amazing, just, like, wow moments. Like, I, I went to, you know, Howard Stern's movie premiere party early in my career. jeez. everyone was there. I'm sure. And I was around a lot of people. And there were some people that I was literally, like, like, in the same group with, and, like, you know, it's funny, like, one of the things I always remember is I was, like, hanging out with a group of people that Fiona Apple was one of them with, (laughs) and I didn't talk to her, and was I starstruck, or just a guy who had no game and didn't know what to say to a girl, I don't know which one, (laughs) but I was just like, oh my god, I love this girl, and was in a small group of people with her, and probably could have talked to her, so, maybe Fiona Apple, I don't know. All right, hey. Th- th- that makes sense. I, I, I thought of that as we're talking because, yeah, I, I should have talked to her and I didn't. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I, who knows? Maybe one day you have another shot at that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm happily married with kids now, so I don't need to exactly. wish that I could hang out with Fiona Apple. <laughs> her new, by the way, her new record is awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she, she's, I she's put out. I think it was nominated for a few Grammys. It's a okay. great record. Nice. Check Good it to out. Know. We'll do. We'll do yeah. And uh, all right, two more, and I'll let you go, and then we're going to save it for part two. All right. <laughs> um, not to put you on the spot here, uh, f- favorite starting line song? Ooh, um, probably photography. All right. Okay. 
Can't go wrong with that. Yeah. Could be, you know, like, it's, it's so hard. It's, it's going to depend on the moment. Like, there's, yeah. there's different things. Like, starting line especially, like, it, it captures different moments of my life. But, like, I, I could also go with something left to give. Like, I just, I mm. feel like there's something really special about that song, too. Got it. All right. Like my, my, my connections are so much more personal than most. Of course. Makes, and, yeah, total and sense. it's just like what touches me is knowing, like, I know those guys yep. so incredibly well. So, like, that, like, it hits me emotionally in a different way than it hits other people sometimes. Yeah. Got it. You, yeah. T- totally get but it. But that said, like, yeah. how do you not love Best of Me and all the hits? Right. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Th- th- those are songs we grew up on. Exactly. Yeah. Like anytime I hear "Best of Me," I, you know, especially live when an audience is singing back, I still get the chills. Yeah. Like watching the footage of them at the <laughs> Warp Tour in New Jersey, that Warp Tour festival uh-huh. two years ago, yep. where there were twenty thousand people singing "Best of Me." Like, I mean, yeah. that's just like kind of like a stamp of approval on twenty years worth of work on our lives. For sure. That kind of thing happened. So, like, you know, it's hard not to say that that's the favorite, but like. That emotional, like, that gives me the emotional of, like, wow, this this is our life. This is awesome. Then other songs are just kind of like, man, Kenny really nailed it and got out something that was so important to him, and that becomes important to me, which is just kind of a different thing. Yeah. I hear that. Um, it's it's yeah. the songs that got us through high school, through college, that we just grew up on, so. Exactly. For sure. Yeah. All right, so final question before we let you go. Um, in a hundred years from now, when all this is said and done, what do you want people to remember Randy Nichols as? Hmm. Damn, that is a hell of a question. <laughs> hey, this is the Anything Goes podcast. We get deep here, you know? Yeah, it is. Oh, there, there's no... The oh. <laughs> that was you, honked it. <laughs> uh. Well, I'll tell you this. It, in our eyes, you will be. You are one of the, like you said, nicest, super humble. Anytime we see you at a show, you always you know, take the time to make sure you stop and say hi and thank us for being there. And you always make time for the fans that you, know, that you, yeah, you I, see out there. So I'm, I'm not I here can agree. if you're not there. You know, we're, we're all a symbiotic relationship. And if people don't care, I, I'm sitting out in front of my house right now looking at my house. I wouldn't own this house if there weren't thousands of people like you listening mm-hmm. to all my bands and if I don't care and think about you guys it, it, it doesn't work and it's not just super serving you because you're a fan it's also knowing you guys and yeah. understanding you and making sure that like my bands are thinking about what what's important to you also and that, that doesn't mean writing songs just to keep you happy but at the same time it means just understanding and making sure that you're always respected and you know like and one of the really important things that we go through, like literally today, we're going through the copy for announcing these um, upcoming shows and it's making sure that it's honest, like that our message to you is honest. Like these streams, you know, like you said, anything else here, it's like we're calling them a live stream, but 
they're going to be recorded and aired a couple of days later. And yeah. we're not faking it. Like, we're recording them in Will's studio. He's producing them. He's going to make sure they sound pristine before they air to everyone. Yeah. And we had a conversation going back and forth today. Are we being disrespectful to the fans by calling it live? Mm. But then, you know, you kind of go back and go, well, if you don't call it live, like, are people going to understand what it is and what right. the show is, like, yeah. what we're presenting? And, you know, I ultimately decided in that scenario, we can use the word live because I think it'll be understood when people see all the promotion that it's, you know, going to be a couple of days later to make sure that everything's perfect. Right. But, like, we, we literally think about those things because we want to respect those people who respect us. Uh, yeah, I hear that. And that well, that that is one of the reasons why you guys have been around for twenty years straight, and you know why people keep coming back because of things like that, and because of how true yeah, you are to well, the fans. Yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate and, it. Well, here's to another twenty years. Thank you. For sure, and uh, I, I think hope this your is costume lasts another twenty years. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and uh, I think this is the most fun I've ever had d- doing an interview. It really has. Cool. I had a lot of fun doing this, too. I know when we talked at the beginning, like, yeah, let's do, like, 20 minutes or something. Like, <laughs> let's just not, let's just, I just want to know what the confines of what you do are, cause let's just have fun and let, yeah. the, let the day take us where it takes us. And Absolutely. I, I had fun, and I'm glad you did, too, and I hope people enjoy listening. Yes, and make sure you get out this weekend to the, uh, to the webinar, the Music Mentors, and three yep. starting line live streams and the 2021 holiday show and everything in between yep sounds so, great randy great talking to you thank you so much yes and s- send our love to, to the guys in, in the starting line i will and and if you talk to matt after this t- tell him we said what's up i will i'm calling him right now <laughs> all right yeah I, i'm sure he remember the uh the, the airport i would hope so we we spent like an hour oh, talking to him well. so yeah. awesome all right randy cool. thank you so much you are the man we appreciate it and uh we'll talk to you soon All right. Bye-bye. Hey, Alex. Yeah? Tell these fine-looking people where they can find us. Well, they could find us on Instagram at AnythingGoesPodNY, on Twitter at AnythingGoesNY, and shoot us an email at AGPodNY at gmail.com. That's right. And y'all can listen to all of our episodes on any streaming platform where podcasts can be found. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review because anything goes with Greg and Alex. Phone home, phone home, phone home! Randy Nichols. Oh, yeah. What a good, honest guy. <laughs> Definitely. He really is. Mm-hmm. And he's so funny. So funny. He really is. He, he had me laughing. When he beeped the horn, <laughs> I couldn't even. <laughs> but he just had me laughing the entire time. Yeah. Goodness. That would, that up to, up to this point, that might be one of my favorite interviews that we've done I'll so far. I'll tell you, they just keep getting better. I don't know. They're all so great. They are. They really are. They like are. they all. You know what it is. See, this is the thing about the Anything Goes podcast is each person we interview is so different, right? That they're all so good in their own yes. like ways. It's it's so just crazy. Yeah. It's so weird. 
But uh, yeah, but I don't know. This was twenty years in the making. Oh yeah, so. this was like, how has this not happened already? Right kind of thing. Yeah. Right. Right. And it was like you guys. It really did seem like you guys were just, you know, talking it up. Yeah, we did. We were just kicking it back. Mm-hmm. And uh, so this weekend, music mentors online. Make yeah. sure y'all check that out. That's happening uh, December eleventh, twelfth, thirteenth. Three day online webinar. And uh, Aaron Gillespie. I mean, yeah, if you grew up in our time generation, yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you want to do this? That's so cool. I know. And even to, he's still making music today. He's still doing his thing. Hustling. And to hear Randy say how he just started from nowhere and couldn't even afford a cell phone. Yeah. And he just slowly yeah. worked his way up, 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 up. And now he's doing this. Yeah. You know? Now he's like a musical genius. He is. Yeah. That, that's what he will be, you know, remembered as. Mm-hmm. And uh, a hard just, worker, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. So uh, make sure you get out to that. We're gonna link that site to this episode, right? So you could just click on it, and they have a bunch of different bundles and packages you could buy. You could do one day, two days, three days, and then VIP tickets, and they have you know different right. autograph stuff. So there's a bunch of cool things going on, and Randy's gonna be a part of that. Yeah. So make sure you support him. And now. Mm-hmm. Can we get to this announcement? Let's do it. All right. So, uh, hey, starting line. If you don't know and you're listening to our podcast, mm-hmm. now you know. Yes. You guys got a bunch of things coming up. Yeah. Why are you yeah. acting all like quiet? Like like you're not doing anything. Yeah, like you ain't quarantine. got nothing going on. Right? <laughs> so uh, in less than three weeks, December 30th, yes, they do part one of a three-night Yeah. Internet you know, stream. it's funny. We were just talking about how every year, it's always right after Christmas. Yeah, after Christmas, before New Year's. Yeah, that, it's like yeah. it's usually like two days after Christmas, whatever that weekend is. Right. And they always have their Christmas, their holiday show. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the times it's been at Starlin, which is right by us. And we're like, oh, you know, hopefully it'd be nice if they, ha- you know, when we moved to Jersey, we were like, hopefully they have it there yeah. most years. So we, you know, we're right by here. It'd be nice and easy. But then, of course, this year came like, damn, the holidays are not going to feel the same without having the starting line right after them. I know. And that's such an awesome um, present to myself, but birthday present to you every year. Yeah, every year. Every it's, year I get starting line those, tickets. He, here, Alex, here's your birthday present, starting line tickets. And I'm always like... Just for you. Yeah, it's all for you, Alex. <laughs> I totally got this for you, not for myself. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to not enjoy Listen, it one bit. But but that's not about. That's not what gifts are about. I know. I love it just as much as you do. Yeah, but hey, this year now we can... That's exactly it. Yeah. So I'm super excited that we're not missing out this year. No. The holidays are end, end. It's not just one show. It's not. It's not just two shows. It's three shows. It's three. Mm-hmm. Check check one two one two three. <laughs> you know it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it's still twenty twenty. Right. We're still in the middle of all this craziness, mm-hmm. and they already got locked down for next year's holiday show. Yeah. Talk about. I wonder you know, where it's gonna be. Oh, not announcing that yet. No. But it, it's already booked. It's already locked up. They, they had the venue. They had the date. I hope it's by us. But I'll travel. No matter what, we'll be there. Oh, uh, um, we've traveled plenty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've seen them in a them. bunch of different states. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, we'll continue to do so as yeah. long as they keep coming back. We'll, you know, you know the build it and they will come. Yes. Well, if you book it, they will come. <laughs> <laughs> so keep doing your thing because we love it. Yes. Um, yeah, ten, ten, they just celebrated their 20 year starting line. Do you think they'll be like, what's a really old band touring right now? Well, not right now, but like they just won't give it up kind of thing. I mean, they better not. They better keep playing. I know, that's what I'm saying. And because every I show they're they're like they play, they sell out. So I, They could literally play five shows in a row, five nights in a row, and they would sell out every yeah. show. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. hope that they're 60 years old still playing. Yeah. Because then that would mean we can still enjoy music at 60 years yeah. old. And it's just such feel-good music. It really is. It really is. You just can't help but to just like smile and enjoy and just have to sing it. I have to. Yeah, you have to sing it and you have to do like the Kenny dance. He's always... <laughs> <laughs> a little like wobble thing yeah, he does. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes. He's always jamming out. Mm-hmm. So uh, this brings us back, brings me back 20 years mm-hmm. to the days of seeing them at, in Jersey, small little clubs, venues, <laughs> bars, yeah. uh, Chrome, Birch Hill. <laughs> and then today it's Starland and Electric Factory in Philly and mm-hmm. was it Best Buy Theater in, in New yeah, York City? Yeah. And That's so, all my places. Yeah. That so I saw them. <laughs> that's where they went from uh, Birch Hill, a little club bar venue in Jersey to <laughs> Times Square in New York City. Right. Best I'll Buy tell theater. you though, I would love to see them in like a small little yeah. bar just yep. to be able to be that intimate and, right you know and uh asbury park tons of times mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. all the whoop tours and bamboozles and yeah skate and surf and uh i always thought <laughs> that greg's last day was written about me <laughs> so every time they sing it i always you're always like it's about me yeah it's about but me no, it's about me it's kind of it's kind of another yeah it's, route it's, it's another best friend named greg that kenny had that moved away from yes. his childhood yes <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but it's cute yeah but anyway they have you, tons you could, of good songs you could see but they don't even know you as greg they don't they know you as Pooh bear yeah so it would be Pooh's last day yeah so so maybe they have to make a change to to this the song yeah to the song but see you're still going so maybe whenever That's the day true. comes which it won't because if their day doesn't come then your day won't come where you hang it up then maybe they'll make a song about you, but they won't because you won't. That's true. If that made any sense So they sense ain't at all. never making a song about me. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so I don't know. Any other thoughts on the starting line? Oh, I love the starting line. Are you yeah. kidding? I, like I've said earlier, they have just about always been, at least for 10, 15 years, been right. my favorite bands. Yeah. Them... And I said, you know, again, I said earlier, uh, story of the year also, mm-hmm. but starting line, just like you said, feel good music. Every single song, I just want to scream and sing and just, it just all feels so good. And I love it. Yeah. And they're all just so nice, genuine guys. They've yeah. been the same band, you, you same members. You said during um, the interview with Randy uh, about how we saw Matt in the airport when we were going on vacation. Yeah. Years ago, we were going to California. Right. I almost want to say it was 2014. If you say so. I have no idea, to be honest. <laughs> it was around that time. Uh, we were going to California. We're in the airport, and Greg's like, I'm pretty sure that's Matt from the starting line. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. I was like, make sure 
before you go up and say that to him. <laughs> and he, of course, knew, you know. That yeah. He, he knew. Um, and we were talking for like an hour. We did. And what an awesome way to like kill time in the airport oh, waiting for your flight. I was so upset. His flight left like a half hour before I, I was. So I was like, no, don't go. Yeah, I almost wanted to pull like the Home Alone trick, the Home Alone 2 and sneak on his plane. And you know, it's funny. I'm pretty sure he was going to Florida, which is where we usually yeah, go that time he, of year. He was going on a business trip. We were going on vacation. Yeah. But uh, they're all so cool, and, and Tom the drummer, and yeah, Mike, and Brian, now the keyboardist. They're just yeah, so yeah. nice, just so gentle. Every time you had a show, they'll make sure to like say hi. And, always, know, yeah. Like even if they're walking in and walking out, they'll always like, if you're there and you're like, hey, they always like take pictures and yeah. say hi, and I always see them, you know, talking to fans and stuff. It's, right. It's awesome. And it's, it's always so funny when they thank us for coming to the show. It's like, no, right? thank you for, for putting, putting on the, the show. show. Yeah. yeah. Although... They can't play on a show without somebody like Randy. That's true. They can't. All these... Listen, it's like a weird, circ- vicious circle. Yeah, circle of life. Yeah, it's like Randy needs them, but they need him, and we also need them. But they need us. And they need us. Yeah. But no, all kidding... Yeah, it's true. <laughs> but all kidding aside, like none of this is ever possible without people behind the scenes... And yeah. guys like Randy making it happen, and guys and girls. I mean, it's not just right. guys, but people like Randy. People, yeah. Um, from, you know, the people loading the trucks to unloading to mm-hmm. building things to lights to sound, to, sound check, yeah. Yeah, to everything, to yep. guitar techs, to drum techs, to managers. Hey, the to, sound check people get credit because they're the ones who run on stage and people think they're someone, they so, so they start cheering. Yeah, and, and like, then no, they no, realize. Just checking the mics. And then they realize it's not them and they get booed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah. Yeah. So we all see the bands and the songs and all this stuff, but no one thinks of, like, the stuff that goes on behind the scenes. Right. You know, and what what it takes to get them to the point of what we see at the exactly. show. Exactly. So, you know, it's not just, okay, we booked a show. All right, see you guys in six months when it comes. Right. No, there's a lot that goes into it. Yeah, there's way more from when they announced the show, hey, we're playing in New York City or New Jersey or Philly Right, in seven months from now, like six months from now. And then a lot more from that point until they hit the stage for an hour and a half and play their songs. Exactly. And it's people like Randy behind the scenes that doesn't always get the credit or the recognition, but we recognize you, Randy. We We recognize. We, Greg, Alex, anything goes, we recognize you. (laughs) Yes, we do. We do. (laughs) So uh, we appreciate it. We appreciate all the hard work you do. Mm -hmm. And to do it without, you know, asking for the acknowledgement so we appreciate you and uh thank you for such an awesome interview and such a great conversation Mm -hmm. and it was it was just funny it was yeah we gotta get him back oh we will yeah this is this is part one part one of uh the honey pots it is funny yes but it is funny i when he said it i was like Oh, it's definitely because he probably thinks you have a Boston accent. Because for some reason, even though Greg is born and raised in New York City, everywhere we go, people go, where are you from, Boston? <laughs> Whatever it's, it might be. Maybe one of his teachers growing up was from Boston. I don't know. It's, it's just my Tom Brady. You've been, but Tom Brady's not from Boston. Yes, he is. You ever see that commercial? <laughs> yeah. All right. So it's the Matt Damon in me. Okay, fine. Ben Affleck, Matt Damon. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's him. Yeah. All right, so uh, I don't know. Before we wrap this up, 
just once again want to thank Randy. Yeah. Thank the guys in the starting line. Thank Under Oath. Yeah. They've always been a great band since day one. Mm-hmm. Thank you for finding a way to give us something to look forward to and enjoy during these times where we can't go anywhere and we can't all be together, but you're finding a way to get us all together and yes. to enjoy ourselves. So I definitely appreciate that yep. so much. And I'm there, excited for it all. There is nothing like a live concert. Nothing. No, of course. But um, like we said in the interview, live concerts are limited to X amount of people. Right. But now that they're doing three live streams, um, this can reach the entire world. Yeah. And it's so. almost like, well, I'll take this year of the virtual stuff because we're getting three shows instead of one. <laughs> right. Which, if they ever play more than one show, which they usually just do one holiday show, but if they ever were to do more than one, we always go to all of them. Oh, yeah. But usually they just do the one, so now we're getting three, and it's pretty awesome. You know it. And, uh, and then this weekend, check it out, the webinar. Yeah. That's so awesome. There's, yeah. you know, like you were saying... Go on the website, check it out. Each day is, you know, he kind of talks about something different. Yep. And gives you a look inside his mind, his life, his music, all that stuff. So it's really neat. Exactly. So it's like, it's not, oh, three days, but each day is the same thing. Each day right. is different. Right. And then also check out Vacationa, like Kenny's side band. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah, go improve. and experience music. For sure. Because especially in times like these... Everyone needs some feel-good music. Yep. And if anyone knows how to make that, it's Kenny. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So I guess I'm going to leave you all with a quick 2004 skate and surf story. Go. I love this. Yeah. Um, well, actually, twice that year, once Warped Tour, mm-hmm. they, uh, they were playing, and me and Ben and Paul... We uh, camped out the night before. Okay. We went to Asbury Park, mm-hmm. and we went the night before, made sure to get there early, just to hang, and we brought a barbecue, and we spent the night playing the jams on a boombox <laughs> radio. Oh, I remember the old yeah. school boombox yeah. used to carry with you everywhere. Mm-hmm. So we got there at night, uh, stayed up, hanging out through the night into the morning. Now it's like 6 a.m., and we said, hey, let's fire up the barbecue, because we were there for like 12... 13 hours we were hungry right so we start making burgers and hot dogs <laughs> and uh brian from security from starland sees he's f- everywhere yeah <laughs> but he saw smoke from like i don't know the distance yeah way far in the distance so he comes driving over quick like thinking there's a fire and there's winnie the pooh just barbecuing some food were you in the costume the entire time i wasn't a- yes from when you arrived until from when we drove there Wow. So when we drove home, mm-hmm. this costume has been on the ferries, on the trains. Oh, I know that. Yeah, You're all tell over. Me that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's mm-hmm. it's attached to me. Mm-hmm. It, it's like the mask, Jim Carrey. Yeah. When and when you it, just become yeah, and when it the persona you put it on, that's it. It doesn't come off. <laughs> and then skate and surf was just crazy parties in the hotel right next to Asbury Park. Mm-hmm. With uh oh geez, is this is this the one you don't have to tell the story if it's not okay the one where you hung it is. Where you hung Pooh Bear out the window yeah. to what dry it off? Yeah, so so that was I mean I had to I had to shower. Right, yeah. So I mean Oh you don't shower in Pooh Bear? I thought it doesn't come off. Obviously. No, I did shower in Pooh Bear. Oh, got it. And that's got why it. I was soaked. I got it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to like I propped up the window 
and hung it out. It was like the 13th story from the hotel. Yeah, see, this is when windows used to open in hotels. <laughs> yeah. This is how old he is. And I slammed shut the, the window on, on the What would you have done costume. if it flew out? Oh, I made sure it didn't fly out. <laughs> and uh, it was waving like a flag outside of the hotel. And That's cool. People saw it in the morning. They were just going nuts. That's awesome. And then that night, there was a slip and slide in the hotel. And oh, my god, It gosh. was craziness. That's like a it music was video. crazy. Yeah, like it would be like a Blink One Eighty Two music video. Yeah, yes, <laughs> yes, I could see that. That's what this. That's what that weekend would be wrapped up as. <laughs> I guess that's where they got the inspiration. Yeah. For music videos from that um, actually happened. And then just I don't know. There were just so many bands that uh, stayed in the hotel, and they woke up early and they were like, there's, there was like a courtyard outside the hotel. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, let's go play. Let's grab an acoustic guitar and go play. No. And yes, yeah, so many. I remember Taking right. Back Sunday did that. Um, so many bands. And was so it just many... like the bands hanging out? Or was it like there were fans there too? Like... Well, mo- most of the hotel was like the bands. Mm-hmm. And there were a few like fans who stayed there as well. It just so happened. Yeah. But yeah, but I mean, the hotel was pretty like exclusive to the bands because they had to stay somewhere. Right, right. So they took up most of the hotel. And then it was like whatever was left was And then whoever. there were scattered rooms that were, you know, gotcha. available. That's pretty cool. And they were like, yeah, let's just grab the guitar and go play. And they would just... You know, I've never heard that. That's really? No, you never told oh, me yeah, that part. Oh, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I've yeah. heard the Pooh Bear hanging out the window, but... Mm-hmm. And then when you walked out in the morning, they were just sitting there playing, just hanging out and... Jeez. Like their songs, other songs, just... just oh, yeah. that's awesome. Just chilling. I would, I would pay to sit there. I know. And just I listen know. to that. Yeah. Listen to all of them. Just grab the guitar. Right. And just whatever song. It doesn't even have to be their own. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. I lo- oh, that's amazing. That was like prime time of, yeah. of the music scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. We have so many more stories. We'll get into it. Oh, we'll ha- we'll have an episode but, um, of just yeah, of, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll interview Pooh Bear. How about that? Uh, we'll have that as an interview. Is that going to be an anything goes interview? Yeah. All right. Well, Randy Nichols did anything goes, so mm-hmm. I gotta I gotta follow his footsteps because he does something right in life. Yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. But uh, hey, thank you so much, Randy. Honestly, yes, for just thank you. Thank you for being you, <laughs> because from day one of meeting you you were just so kind and uh he loves his life mm-hmm. he doesn't need the fame he doesn't need the money he just and i've actually met you too at shows before when i was with Pooh bear and he said hi to you and i was like hey i'm yeah. here i'm me what's up so i'm not lying <laughs> you're vouching for it uh-huh. um and yeah and how cool that um, brand new filled in for them for a couple of shows. Oh my god, how neat is that? Yeah, that yeah. was a little like hidden gem like right there's there. The, the only people who really know are the people who were there. Yeah, for those couple of shows. Yeah, yeah, and like yeah. know the faces of brand new, and unless they said, "Hey, he's filling in for us today," but I don't even think they did. I think they right. were just like, "Hey, just just do it." <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, two more quick things, and then we'll go. Okay, I guess. Okay. Well, two more things for me, then you could say one. Um, I had shoulder surgery two years ago. Yeah, just almost yeah. exactly two almost years ago. Two, two years ago, the end of this month. Yeah. Wow, and two years. Physical therapy would kill me, mm-hmm. kill me, kill me that I would like scream and bite whatever I can to yeah. ease the pain. And I would go, what, like two, three, day, three days a week for two hours. Yeah, I used to have to go have a lot to when, it first, when you first got Rehab it. hard. And I would YouTube live under oath you did. concert 
That to, was the uh, music that got him through yeah, therapy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I did that. And then the other story was a starting line story. Now it's slipping my mind. Because <laughs> <laughs> now you're like, oh my God, I don't want to think yeah. about my shoulder surgery. Yeah, I wanted to do one, one under oath and one starting line. But yeah, that was my under oath story. Mm-hmm. Um, anything you have before I try to remember the starting line? Um, hmm. Well, I've had a lot of good times at starting line concerts. Okay, I'll tell you this. This is what I was going to get at. All right, go. Um, I've seen the starting line oh, over yeah. 50 times. Right. There have been many shows, which I... All right, you know what? Randy, you inspired me here. Okay, let's Randy do it. Randy inspired me because Randy was dropping bombs. He did not hold back. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to say it. There have been m- not many, but a good amount of shows that, for whatever reason, starting line wasn't the headliner. Oh, yeah. And that would piss us off. So bad. And we would go there. Pay the money, buy the ticket, drive there, pay for parking, do whatever it is, see starting line. And bounce. And peace out. Yep. There's been many times where I was like, I can't say it. I won't say it. I can't say it, but I won't. Where I was just like, why in the mm-hmm. beeping world are they not headlining? Yeah. I listen, would get so mad. I am all about music and supporting music. Yeah. But I don't like politics of ridiculous stuff mm-hmm. and you know it just I just think that the starting line should be a headlining band just about any show they play yeah I know <laughs> I know but you know I wouldn't take it out on other bands for no, you know no. whatever no like there have been times also that they didn't headline and we did stay for some of the show oh yeah afterwards no no yeah yeah we would there um, yeah. but there have been plenty of times it did headline which rightfully so. You know what so. it is? And we would get there early and see all the bands and What support. it is is that I just love the starting light so much, like I really do, that I could love the other band, like, a lot. Right. But just for them following up starting line, I'm like, nah. Yeah. I would have loved if that band went before the starting line. I would have been, like, obsessed with their set list, I'm sure, and knowing that starting line was next. But... Them going hey, starting line's a tough act to follow. Exactly. That's, that's what I was trying they to are. say. They're not only the starting line, but they're the finish line too. <laughs> right. And that's what we're trying to get at. Yes. But hopefully the finish line is nowhere in sight for them. That's right. And for us. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's that. Um, anything else before we let these people go? Um, I love you all. they need to go and buy tickets for this weekend and for the starting line live streams. I have one. Go for it. I love you all and happy Hanukkah. Oh, it's Hanukkah. I got to get crazy for these next eight nights. That's right. Eight crazy nights. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it was great getting to know you, Randy. So all the times we met, we never had this time to chat. Yeah. And another thing you learn about me is I am Jewish. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Who would have thought mm-hmm. Winnie the Pooh is Jewish? Yeah, hey. We, you actually have, from when you were a child, a Winnie the Pooh with a yarmulke. And a dreidel. And, and he's sitting dreidel. right there on the shelf. He is. He's yes, on our he Hanukkah is. decoration And display. we're going to Instagram that out. Yes. We I'll, are. I'll Instagram. I oh, don't mind showing off my holiday decorations. So I'll Instagram my entire little Hanukkah setup I have here. No, that. The Winnie the Pooh. Just the Winnie the Pooh. Okay. Yes. Jeez. All right. Let's, let's, get, them, <laughs> let's get them on the road. They got to go right. buy these these internet tickets that's right so uh 
thank you again for listening. We really appreciate it. Um, every each and every one of you. Yes, thank you, thank so you. So thank you for taking time out, and you definitely better have uh, enjoyed this interview because it was a good one. Yeah. So go hang out with Aaron Gillespie this this weekend on his webinar, and uh, go hang three nights with the starting line. Yeah. Because they're back and they ain't going nowhere. And you may or may not see a Pooh Bear pop up in one of those. You know it. <laughs> uh, I made a promise. And you know how we do it. If we say it, yes, we got to do it. That's what we live by. That's the motto. You say it, you got to do it. That's right. So uh, Sometimes that bites me in the butt, but <laughs> we do it. Hey. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. Have a good weekend. Yes. Enjoy the webinar. And uh, until next time, be good, be crazy, and we'll see you real soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Anything Goes podcast with Greg and Alex. See you real soon. Suckers.